Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Haley. And we are Reels on Reels. This week we're going to be talking about a new Netflix film. Mm-hmm. This one is just in time for the Halloween season. It's Vampires vs. the Bronx. I don't even know about this movie. No, I didn't know about it either. It kind of just showed up. Showed up, up and we're like, let's just watch it. Yeah, like the trailer looked fun. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, so if you haven't seen this one and you don't want any spoilers, just be prepared. We're going to go into lots of spoilers. Check out our spoiler-free episode if you haven't seen the film yet. There you go. Yes. But anyway, like, I think the driving momentum of this one is the trio of kids that we have at the center of it. Yeah. Like, obviously, they're our main characters. And they did really good. They really pulled off that, like, 80s buddy vibe. Mm -hmm. Like, you were were rattling off a bunch of influences that you saw, like, movies that reminded you of. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, Goonies, for one. Um, Stand By Me. Uh, uh, there's a couple other ones, um, more sci-fi related, um, yeah. Flood of the Navigator, um, you know, a couple things like that, that they had like trios of kids that, you know. Just that vibe of like coming together and learning how to do this thing. And just kind of like, you know, it's kind of like they all learn at the same time and they're all backing each other up, even though they have their own little issues within themselves. Mm-hmm. But then they all, you know, come together and. The power you know, of friendship. Take care of it. Yeah. I love it. Like I grew up with that stuff in the eighties, so Yeah, and, and in this case we're we're talking about vampires. We're learning how to defeat vampires. And I love the blade references. Yeah. As well. How else do we learn how to do that? <laughs> we watch Blade. We watch obviously. Blade, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like great. they did they did a really good job together all together, all of them. Um I the three we got Jaden Michael, uh Gerald W. Jones the third, and Gregory Diaz the fourth. There are three trio like they're all kind of up-and-coming actors like Mm -hmm. they've had like roles here and there and they're young they've got they've got room but yeah how old are they like 17 oh gosh i want to say i think you mentioned one of them was around 17 yeah i I think one of them is about 17 the other ones might be even younger than that yeah they were all good yeah like i I liked they clicked really nicely yeah the, the chemistry between the three was pretty good yeah like and not to mention i kept on getting like um do the right thing vibes like the way that they were portraying the bronx yeah and um the one who played uh lewis was the character i believe i think that's uh gregory diaz the fourth he kept on reminding me of giancarlo esposito and do the right thing thing. like with the glasses yeah i don't know just that was one of the many things that was like the vibe from there and then like the the guys on the corner who were like yeah joking around and stuff yeah i'm sure there was a lot of uh homages to to that movie yeah I kept so. on seeing it, like little ones here and there. And then I wasn't sure because everyone in town kept calling um, our main character. Little Mayor. Uh, Miguel. Yeah, they kept on calling him Little Mayor. And I was like, hmm. is that another reference? Or am I just like pulling references out of no, everywhere? I think, no, I think you might be right. But I mean, we won't know for sure. Yeah, unless we won't they know for sure. tell us, right? But I think, you're, I think you're on the right track with that. Yeah, but it was like I, I couldn't tell if I was just pulling references everywhere like <laughs> as soon as I saw a connection. I don't know. But it was it was a really fun time watching it and everything like that. Like vampires, of course, are just always fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Yeah. But not everybody likes vampires, but... I, I think that the way that this one portrayed it was 
pretty fun because they kind of reminded me of the vampires from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Like when they like vamp out and they get like the bony cheekbones, like all pointy yeah. and stuff, and a little Lost Boys look to it. A little bit. Like yeah. it's been a while since I saw the Lost Boys, yeah. so. But I, I vividly remember like the Buffy vampires. Yeah. So nah, whenever they right. like vamp out and they get like those like really pointed cheekbones and like they just stand out like the like all the skin like almost dries up and just, just bones. And, like, yeah. Looked at her faces. Yeah. Yeah. So ha- <laughs> having our like trio of kids going up against these like super campy looking vampires in that way was like super fun to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to circle back a little bit because. Uh, a, a part of it that keeps this film so fun is like the the pacing and like the editing with it yes because yes. like it's, it, it's moderately short 90 minutes i yeah, think about an hour like and a half that. yeah 127 i think hour, hour and 27 minutes really close one to yeah. 90 yeah it, it's pretty short and it's really brisk like it just keeps it moving yeah sometimes they do that by like telling you things in dialogue and then that like cuts time like transitionally and everything so like that could be seen as a negative but it's it's fun mm-hmm. like i really liked it and they I, they kept on utilizing like those edgar wright type of montages <laughs> where they like do like a quick edit and there's like a zoom and like yeah. it, while we're like prepping for the vampires you know yeah yeah like you kept on talking about the the pacing and how it was like just keep moving yeah it, it, i don't think it ever really like had a low point or a slow point because it just it just kept you moving forward the whole time mm-hmm. you know and from from the beginning where you know we're introduced to uh little mayor here and the introduction of the uh the vampires moving into the neighborhood right mm-hmm. like it just keeps moving and it's just it's like how their their lives are starting to just intertwine in the bronx mm-hmm. and how this whole thing is just it just kept moving forward and once the kids kind of like figured it out it just kept going mm-hmm. and going and it's like i think it escalated just right it didn't it didn't escalate too fast because once it escalated it escalated and it kind of just yeah, resolved right it escalated yeah <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah no I, I think they did a good job with with editing and the pacing of the movie mm-hmm. um keeping you as the you know the audience kind of like you know reeled in the whole time like wanting to see what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was yeah. good. <laughs> and like, I think another thing, like also heading back into that, like kind of eighties, like kid thing mm-hmm. going in there, like there was a big faction um, as it was going forward of huge conflict was like, yeah, there's vampires, but the worst part is our parents don't believe us <laughs> about there being vampires. Yeah. And then once we got over that hurdle and we were just like, oh, we're just going to do it ourselves, whatever. Then it was like, oh, this is escalating yeah. like a lot. But the whole, like our parents don't believe leave us even though the vampires are being so obvious about it <laughs> like they're not even like being subtle like they're they're like realtors and their realtor company is like murnau properties yeah and like yeah. i told you that only like, you didn't pick up the reference i didn't pick it up on it right away yeah <laughs> i was like that's like gotta be fw murnau like the guy who directed nosferatu back in like the 20s or 30s yeah like and then like even the picture the logo for their realtor business is like vlad the impaler who is the <laughs> the inspiration for Dracula, for Dracula so, yeah. so it's like they're not even being subtle about it like so obvious it's in your face yeah. <laughs> but, and the parents are like they don't believe them but it's also a part of like I don't think they even really care about it because they're like oh they're bad people and like of course they are they're real estate yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I love that line <laughs> that was funny oh man <laughs> So I think that is a good way to segue into like the whole gentrification storyline yeah. that this one's going after. Because I think vampires work really well with the gentrification with, thing. With how they tie it in. Yeah, because yeah. vampires as a whole are always so like 
rich and like centuries worth of wealth and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and it like i think it works really well to like think oh look at this big nest of vampires is going to move and take over a neighborhood by buying up everything and changing it into what they want yeah and it's funny it's like yeah it's the the whole clientele that that the stores are being changed and not clientele but the the you know they're they're getting rid of of a store that sold uh, empanadas and replacing it with a coffee shop like nine dollar coffee nine dollar coffee yeah you know and things like that and artisanal hummus <laughs> yeah kale so it's, it's like you know you see you see that in the big cities you know mm-hmm. in chicago for sure definitely it ha- happened i mean i remember move, you know see, going back to my old neighborhood it's like what happened here mm-hmm. right this is not what i remember it to be like yeah now there's and people walking around with airpods with airpods in their ears i'm like oh, okay i gotta get <laughs> out of here <laughs> <laughs> see but, and I, like i think gentrification like as a as a thing like works really well with horror yeah because it's like depending on how you frame it like it really is like an yeah. infestation in it, a way and this isn't the first time this was touched on there was another like short film that we saw yeah we saw was, a short film a few years back and I, it was called Z-Sty yeah and it was like the whole gentrification thing in a borough of New York but mm-hmm. this time with zombies yeah so the zombies were moving in and like everyone was just letting it happen yeah and the, it was a very similar thing to yeah. this yeah. I, I think the vampires worked out really well oh yeah vampires just yeah. worked so so well with it and I, lo- I love the, the whole beginning sequence with uh, Zoe uh, Zaldana yeah right that she, was a surprise Zoe Saldana's in this yeah. for a little bit <laughs> right off the right off the bat there and uh, it's like you know um, our, our uh, um, one of the ladies that just moved into to the neighborhood um, I forgot her name um, actress or character character Vivian Vivian <laughs> right she moves in she's like oh you know I wanted to get my nails done you were highly recommended and whatnot and <clears throat> well and then, you're you're even forgetting this one thing like Vivian is a hoity-toity like snooty looking oh, like thank you for bringing that vibe up. yeah and she comes in like after closing yeah. like after the store has closed the nail salon she's like oh i just really wanted to get my nails done and it's like we're closed like yeah. come back another time <laughs> but I, I like how that whole scene sets up the movie because you know they're talking about that the, that realtor buying everything out and you know mm-hmm. zoe zodan's character was just like yeah, th- you are my last customer because i'm selling this and i'm moving on mm-hmm. right and then come to find out that yeah she sold it but what she didn't realize is that she's about to be a vampire, vampire snack. snack yeah <laughs> so <laughs> like i i will say that like i thought that maybe they were going to be turning the people that's what i thought yeah. like they were going to make the bronx like a vampire like whole thing but mm-hmm. then it was like okay so we're they're just eating people and yeah. there, there's only five vampires like <laughs> yeah what Literally, kind of reinforcement is this there's five vampires and a plus familiar. the commander and a familiar and a familiar yeah, yeah. So, and they did explain like later on, I, I think it was Vivian who said it, um, um, when she, she said that, you know, what a better place to move into, um, the Bronx because no, no one, one will know you're gone. Yeah. No one will know you're missing. Because she's so sinister. <laughs> I was like, wow, girl, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's another thing too, is like, I, I want to say that the reveal that Vivian herself is not only a vampire, but like the, the head the honcho head, vampire. Yeah, the commander. Like, I feel like that one is, it's supposed to be like an in-your-face thing, but at the same time, it was like, I kind of got the vibe of that. Like, of course it's the Karen. Come on. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I didn't get it till later on. Until you mentioned it, I was like, no. Yeah, like I, I picked up that I thought she was a vampire for one first. And then as it continued, I was like, I think she's the commander. Yeah. Like, and you were like, no, no really? And no. I was like, yeah, dude. I think she's the commander. Like, she might be a vampire, but not the commander. Mm. Whoops. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So big reveal there. The first like vampire slash person that we're introduced to in the film is, is actual a, the main bad. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> like I'm, I'm really not shocked that she was the big bad too, because she like walked up to everybody. Like she was a wolf in sheep's clothing mm-hmm. the entire time, like trying to act like she was like all with it and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's just up front of your face. Yeah, because it's, it's like I mean the vampires were being so obvious about I everything. Just moved into the neighborhood. So oh, I got priced out of my old neighborhood. That's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> Vivian. <laughs> yeah, Vivian is played by uh, Sarah Gaddon. I don't know if it's Gaddon or Gaddon. Like I'm not exactly sure. I've never heard it pronounced, but she's been around like i i recognized her face as soon as i saw her in this one like i'd seen her in several things including dracula untold which you still need to see yeah another vampire movie but yeah she she was surprisingly menacing in this one like in a cartoony way she was funny too (laughs) menacing in a funny way i guess yeah like again back to that like kind of 80s type thing like that cartoony 80s villain like especially with the buffy vampire makeup i'm gonna bring bring up uh lost boys again yeah that one scene where she's chasing the kids the kids are on their bike and the skateboard and and she's flying towards them like so lost boys so lost boys (laughs) i loved it yeah she's just flying (laughs) on air and just like "Ah," yeah coming after them oh man (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But like on that point, like now that we're talking about her character, like flying toward them, because this is like the big final showdown thing. Yeah. These vampires, like I know that this is kind of like a kind of a family friendly, kid friendly type movie in a way, kind of like gateway horror. But they don't show too much. No, they don't show too much at all. Implied. It, It definitely could have been way worse with vampires. But. The vampires get defeated way too easily. I have to agree. Way too easily. I have to agree. If I feel like it feels as if like they didn't really have any power other than the fact that they're just vampires mm-hmm. and the the fear of vampires for most people, mm-hmm. right? Like they do have like the whole glamoring thing that yeah. they sh- were shown doing a couple times, but I thought that that was a little bit inconsistent with how well it worked. Mm-hmm. You know, like like that was like their only power really like oh i'm a vampire i can suck your blood and i can glamour you yeah and i can fly a little bit like there was that one scene um earlier on um where little mayor was running after slim or the other way or, around, or the other way around. <laughs> slim was he was running away from slim sorry yeah. you're right mm-hmm. slim was running after little mayor and they're in this like parking garage area and uh, uh little mayor lost him right mm-hmm. and one of the vampires um happened to be right there and you know slim was you know he he's like a, a gangbanger type character and you know is is uh is uh what do you call that about to get a showdown with this vampire and that scene right there shows the amount of power that these vampires really had like the control they have over humans mm-hmm. right that never came back again yeah, really. it, it never really circles back yeah. around at that same kind tenacity. of yeah so that was a bit disappointing. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. Yeah, because like uh, the, we watched this a couple of times at this point in preparation for this. So 
we I was keeping a kill count because like I said there was only five vampires <laughs> it's only five and I was wrong earlier when I said it was five plus the commander the commander was one of them commander was part of the five okay yeah so four plus the commander and like you can you got like five vampires and three kids they all get like a kill in there yeah yeah they all do and then we were keeping a kill count like who who which kid gets the most vampires yeah i had to watch it because whoever whoever got the commander at the end was like that's gonna that's gonna call it who wins or who ties you know and like they get taken out in such funny ways (laughs) like the garlic adobo (laughs) like when we like they do this close-up of garlic adobo because that's like they're getting taken out with all these like common household things and garlic adobo is one thing that they have on hand and they just take the whole thing and just like toss Toss, garlic adobo (laughs) (laughs) oh my god like that was so funny but or the holy water inside a sprite bottle yes (laughs) yes that was (laughs) oh my goodness Uh, the water balloons of holy water yeah (laughs) there was one really good stick to the heart though yeah, there was the first one. Yeah. The first one. Yeah, that was a good kill. That and the, the vampire was sleeping, was he not? He was. They yeah. were upside down like bats sleeping, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a weird trope. <laughs> <laughs> of course, they're upside down sleeping like bats. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that That first one was cool, like that death. Yeah. And then after that, like they weren't they weren't bad necessarily. No, not like, really. Like I really liked Luis um, getting one with the... Uh, was it called the, the Eucharist? Commun- yeah, the U- Eucharist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he just like he stole it from church. Ooh. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't take it. He kind of put it in his pocket. Yeah, and then he he brings it out, and he, like a vampire is about to kill him. He's like, ah, the body, body of Christ. Christ shoves it in his mouth, <laughs> and the guy explodes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun one. I think that one was a better death than the vampire that was sleeping upside down. Yeah, stick in the heart. <laughs> Lewis, no, but I'm saying Lewis that the classic a... death for a vampire stick yeah. to the heart. That was really good. Mm-hmm. We, at least we got that. But yes, you're right. That Lewis's <laughs> kill for that one, his first kill for that one. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, because then he gets another one with his skateboard. <laughs> yeah, that one was a little... Because t- that's the guy I was talking about who was... Uh, that vampire is the one that uh, met up with Slim at Earlier. that time. And he's the one who really commanded that power. You know, like the... And when he was uh, trying to get... Uh, um, what was his name? Luis? Luis, yeah. Yeah. Um, and to be killed by a skateboard that easily, it was like, come on, a little bit more of a... Well, technically it was his own fault. He was trying to bite Luis, but then Luis used the skateboard as like a bite guard. Yeah, to stop it from getting to And then it. the vampire used its strength and broke it in half. And then that turned the longboard or skateboard into a, into a wooden stake, so... A very sharp, sharp, Yeah. Well, even that one, it was like, I was like, ah, oh, you should have aimed a little higher, but it, it got him anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the, the, uh, the skateboard is like kind of sinking into yeah. the body as he's turning into, he's into flames mm-hmm. and then he turns into ashes and the, <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So the, the vampires do get taken out a little too easily. I yeah. would have liked a little bit more of yeah. a fight there. Like just it's so much fun though still. Yeah, still so much fun, honestly. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That was <laughs> Oh, the, the there's that scene when um when they try to uh talk to somebody at the realtor. Oh yeah. Place. When they actually go to Murnau Properties, to Murnau properties. during the day, because they're like, oh, yeah, so <laughs> they'll be asleep during the day. We can just go in and figure out everything we need to figure out. 
Yeah. And then can we talk to the manager, please? And then uh, one moment, I'll go get him. Oh, you will. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. She comes back. He'll see you right now. And then that lady presses a button and closes the shades. Yeah. They're like, uh, <laughs> you guys are in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> that was another interesting one too, because like for a while, I was a little bit confused. Like, why did he need to close the shades if he wasn't really a vampire? He was just a yeah. familiar. Yeah. But then, like, I, it it makes sense. I think it was because Vivian was walking around, but. Yeah. Still a little bit like excessive of a plot point. <laughs> <laughs> they could have just had the like what what's the word tinted glass or something on the building in the first yeah. place. Like just in general. Yeah. Rather than but you know, the subtlety has never been the vampire's thing in this movie, so <laughs> it works. It does, it does. Oh my goodness. But yeah, this one is like it's really fun. Like I've I've been recommending it to people. I've gotten a couple of people to watch this one. I think it's fun. Yeah, it's it's, it's a good it's a good hour and a half, uh, fun time to watch. Yeah, like we've watched it. Like I've watched it three times. Uh, twice for me. Yeah, just so yeah. I'm like one more time ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I might watch it again. By the way, there is one character that like I thought of when you brought up the sprite, but yeah. we didn't really mention. Oh, I know you're gonna talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Method Man is in this, and he's playing like um—is he a priest? A priest, yeah. Yeah, he's playing a priest, <laughs> and like for some reason he's got it like totally out for our main character. It's like he's like I got my eye on you, and it's it's super comical. <laughs> he's so like against these kids, like not against, but like just I'm onto you. Yes, the whole time like, about ooh. everything, like the mass. I think that's where you headed, right? The, yes. The mass yes. part. Okay. <laughs> yeah. When they, when they, he finally gets them into church, and then he's like, "I'm gonna, I got my eye on you." And then they like bow their heads to pray, and the kids like jump into action to like steal holy water and stuff. And he like opens one eye because he's got one <laughs> and eye. He scans. And he like scans the pews for them, and he doesn't see them, and it like starts like this like really fun chase like thing. <laughs> there's just so much fun in this film like even um there's this like older girl than our main character she's like 16 her character yeah it's like a year older than them or whatever yeah Yeah. i think she's played by uh coco jones i think is who plays her she reminds (laughs) me of uh gabrielle Gabrielle union Union, yeah Yeah, she really reminded me like the way that her voice sounds and everything even the way she like speaks yeah 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 Yeah, like uh, she just reminded me like that the calm voice of gabrielle union (laughs) the 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 nuances of the way she speaks yeah yeah Yeah. and like she's she's kind of there the whole time and she's talking like they're talking about vampires and everyone's like oh you're so crazy and then she's like oh don't mess with that stuff and then like no one listens to what she's saying and i'm like we need to get her on our team (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> like she clearly knows something well the boys don't even realize it yeah like and nobody she, pays any attention she's like backing them up the whole time like there was that one part where where the boys were like uh got oh, like arrested by the cops kind of right yeah and then and then little mayor was trying to show that little video to prove that there's vampires there's nothing in the casket the vampires in the coffins because yeah. that's where they sleep in the coffin <laughs> and then there's nothing there and she was like well, yeah, you can't see the reflections or, or video or like, anything duh. like that. Like, vampires like, have no souls. They don't show up in videos. Everyone duh. ignores her completely. <laughs> like, everyone, like, kind of, like, turns and, like, looks at her, but then they're like, hmm, and then they just go about their business. And it's like, why aren't we listening to her? She clearly has knowledge <laughs> about this. <laughs> she obviously knows what's happening. Yeah, like, she should be, like, the leader of this resistance right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, like, there's so many people. Like, even um, the kid Miro is the guy who plays uh tony at the bodega oh tony yeah oh he he was fun 
he yeah, he was. Yeah, he was fun. Like it was, it was really nice to see his presence with the three kids and everything. So that was a good one. Yeah, like even when uh, Vivian comes after him, like that's the reveal when we find out that Vivian is like. Oh yeah, the monitor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like not only like is that when we find out that she's a vampire? Like yes. Well, he. Well, yeah. We. Uh, yeah, the, the audience finds out that she's a vampire. Yeah, that's when we find out that she's a vampire. But that's not when we find out that she's the commander just yet. Yeah. That's when I guessed. That she yeah. was the commander, but that's when we find out she's a vampire. Yeah. And it was like, it's a really subtle things. Like she didn't come in until he said, welcome to the bodega. Yeah. And like stuff like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's a vampire. <laughs> oh, the vampire tropes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He reaches down for you. He, she's trying to buy something and he's like, oh, let me get you a bag. And he reaches down the monitors there and she's not on the monitor. There's no reflection. And the, the complete vampires change no in his demeanor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's like suddenly he really believes the kids too yeah because it's like he's been like kind of on their side but at the same time yeah questioning it yeah yeah and then he's like oh man they're real <laughs> vampires are real oh tony yeah there's there's so much like little fun things like every every character has like yeah. something that they bring to this to make it really work cohesively yeah yeah, like yeah. even the parents and like <laughs> like the moms. I I don't have the, the actresses' names on hand, but like even them, they have like really short roles here and there. Yeah. But they they bring so the, much the to the dynamic. Are, yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of shows you who the kids are really mm-hmm. and what they're what they're about. Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> e- every character works in this one that makes this one like a fun watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vampires versus the Bronx. <laughs> uh, no expectations going in, but man, I loved this movie. That was so much fun to watch. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's like honestly, it's like Lost Boys all over again, kind of. Not quite exactly the same, but it's got it's got that feel. I don't have nearly as much of an attachment to Lost Boys as you uh, do. Well, so. I, I, I grew up on it, so <laughs> I used to watch it a lot when I was a kid. Like a more modern comparison would probably be Attack the Block. That's actually a, a really good, yeah. yeah like yeah, I yeah. don't think that they're on like the same caliber in terms of like genre filmmaking because this one's more of a horror comedy. It's very light, like just a fun watch. And Attack the Block is more like a serious drama with monsters and mm-hmm. some comedy. But like it's got a very similar like a bunch of like young kids who have to get together and to fight a monster. And I think and it's like protect their the town, community. Their, yeah, their little community. I think that's where that that part of it comes. Yes, it's a bunch of mixtures of different genres of film that mm-hmm. in Attack the Block, or in in, in this one. In, in yeah, so it took took some stuff from Attack the Block, like I said, mm-hmm. to like Goonies, some Lost Boys here. Um, I'm sure. It, um, uh, what was that? Um, the Spike Lee film that you mentioned earlier. Do the right. Do the thing. right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of them that kind of just like mashes into this movie that makes it, and I think that that worked out really well for it. Mm-hmm. Like the story is really so, straightforward, yeah. and it's it's kind of like one of those nostalgia pieces in a way because we're going off of like really common things about vampires and they look like something that we're familiar with and then they're taking a bunch of things from things that we're familiar with and it's just a really fun time because mm-hmm. it's 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 nothing like new really but they're taking the familiar look and they're applying it to a social concept yeah and they're moving forward and with i think that. it worked out really well yeah i think it's effective yeah <laughs> definitely effective really enjoyed it yes <laughs> so when are we going to watch that one again I don't know. Maybe after this podcast. Maybe, <laughs> maybe after we stop recording. Maybe. <laughs> oh man. Um, so I guess we should probably cut this one short. We've we've had a good talk. So let us know what you thought about Vampires versus the Bronx. 
We would love to hear your thoughts on everything. Until next time, I'm Haley. And I'm Eric. And we are Reels on Reels. On Reels.